Hello, Chris. Oh, man, I just slammed my fingers into a window. Really? Oh. Like a... Um, like a like in a movie, you slam the window down and ouch, bam, right on the fingers. Mm, not quite like that because of the way these windows work, but yes, in theory, that is what happened. Oh, it's okay. You know what? I'm I'm still gonna be able to podcast. Thank God. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm dealing with a little. I'm still nursing my my hamstring. <sighs> What's going on, pussy? I don't I don't know what happened. It's um, I think it's just from like some kind of not stretching enough before I did a workout or whatever but I mean it's not it's not to the point where I'm just like absolutely on the disabled list but it's one of those things where like I could ride a bike or I could play tennis and be okay but just like walking like from the kitchen to the bedroom to record a yeah. podcast I'm just like oh like wa- like walking is the only thing that's hard if that makes sense Damn, I feel TJ's like a little baby walking hard. You know, Chris, I'll be fine. I know you'll be fine. And I mean, are you doing anything to take care of this injury? I mean, I know you went to the infrared. Tell me about it. Yeah, I did. I went to the infrared sauna yesterday. Burbank infrared sauna. Shout outs to Burbank. Um, They've been a super spreading destination that has not closed during the quarantine whatsoever. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Be- gotta support them then gotta support them i mean mainly because i mean i i think people You're by yourself i think people who were working there were wearing masks you know maybe maybe not who knows i think <laughs> it's a minor detail but you know, once you're actually inside of the sauna, you know when you're when you're doing it at a at a temperature that TJ is operating at, the the twisted failing coronavirus, even even COVID nineteen twenty and twenty one, are absolutely not no able to survive. No match with that level of heat. Plus, I mean, you're in the sauna pod solo dolo kid Cuddy voice. Yeah, I'm in there solo dolo unless I'm with unless I'm with my LP. But I I, I, I realized after yesterday the the couple's sauna, it's it does not need to happen. I think it, I, I think it's a by yourself I meeting. I agree. I mean, it's a nice it's nice quiet time. You're you're kind of cramped in there. You know what I mean? Especially I don't know what you're I don't know what you're talking about. Especially I, fit, I mean I fit I'm fine. No, no, I, I'm a little crampy. Sure, but. Um, it was nice to, yeah, to lead, to be, I mean, just to be in a pod for 45 minutes where the phone is, is not in your hands and it's just you. I, I brought a book, but you know, it's a little tough without one, but I was, I was at 170 the whole time. Are you proud? That's fucked up, bro. Uh, I feel like, I feel like TJ insides might've gotten a little brazed. Yeah. I felt a little brazed after I got out of the, after I got out of the driving sauna. home, driving home is honestly kind of scary sometimes. No, it was I mean, it was weird because I did, I did take an edible beforehand. So by the time Jason, I got out, I was like, edibles? How I, much? Think you, I think you, I, th- I think you have an edible problem, Jason. Um, I mean, it's, it's only five milligrams. It's not. It's not a real. It's not a real. And I. Yeah, I, that's how, I don't that's, do it. That's I don't do it, it when I'm potting anymore, Chris. Don't worry. Well, I mean, I can tell. Um, but 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 I was I was in the car driving home, and I was like, I don't know. I felt a little unsafe to drive, and I didn't know how much of it was because of the drugs, and how much of it was because of the uh, you know the. I think it's the sweat, the bro. I, honestly, I've been I've been fucked up. I have to lay down on the ground for ten minutes and collect myself before I could get in the automobile. <laughs> really 
Yeah, dude, I've been I've been like lightheaded. Like, all right, let me like collect myself, have a little water, splash some cold water on my on my face. Like, l- l- let me just take a second. Damn. So you're a sauna. I guess you're a softy when it comes to the to the punishing. I, heat. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say softy. I'm saying I'm careful and don't want to hurt myself or others. <laughs> you ain't careful, and you do want to hurt. <laughs> well, <laughs> well yeah it was great i mean i loved it and i want to go back more and let me tell you what for somebody like me who uh and and maybe some other listeners who might have uh, uh you know a problem paying attention to things maybe you could call it a attention deficit disorder um to be i've never i've never locked away i've never i've never read as well as i read when i'm in this you know like when you're waiting like when you're a kid and you're waiting at the doctor's office or whatever or like you're on an airplane and you're reading departures like you you are never reading with the pleasure uh, you know as those situations you know when you're just at home with the book that you love like you will read the shit out of whatever you have if it's the only thing you've got you know people do it in jail i'm sure so what? So what? Oprah's book club selection were you were you uh, devouring yesterday in that 170 degree temp? I was. I, w- I don't know if it appeared on O's list. I call her O, but um, the sh- only person I call O, Jason, as you know, is Maybach O Omarion. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, so don't. Do- <laughs> <laughs> Maybach O Omarion. I haven't heard that name in years. That's what they call him. Are you they talking about Mr. Icebox himself? We are talking about Mr. Icebox himself. Um, Mr. Ice Your Box? Anyway. Put the Oprah's pussy on froze. Fun. Nobody wants to have <laughs> sex with Omarion. <laughs> pussy Omarion. on froze. <laughs> uh, I, okay, failing, so, failing Omar. Wait, I don't even remember what I was talking about. That was we, such you a were good talking one. about. We were we were talking about what you were reading. Oh, oh, oh! I was reading. So there's I, this I, author. He was bigger, maybe like 20 years ago. It's um, David Foster stop. Wallace. Are, are, do you know? <laughs> oh his stuff? my God, Jason, who are you kidding? You're never gonna finish that. Uh, no, I'm not. I, I was not reading Infinite Infinite Jest. I was reading. Yes, I was okay. reading String Theory. String Theory. I was actually rereading okay, string theory just to see now that I'm a now that I'm a real tennis boy is there Are you saying that are you saying that you've completed a book before? <laughs> I've completed the purchase of a book. <laughs> okay, good. There we go. Now you sound like a real American, you know what no, I mean? No, no, I read That's... it. I read it when I I don't know when I bought it, whatever, 5 to 10 years ago and you know, m- m- much like what uh, I think when we were talking about Sideways, the movie a couple couple weeks ago or a couple episodes ago, about how wa- watching it when it came out as a youngster, whatever, 20 years ago, versus watching it again when you're in your 30s and you have experienced these adult scenarios, there's a lot, you know, when you, when you go back with Question. a movie or a book, you can, you can take a lot from it that wasn't there before. Question for you, TJ. Do you think we should maybe talk to some of these Hollywood studios? Because I think you and I could star in a cool remake of of Sideways. Mm, okay. Are you e- are you eating? Mm-hmm. Yo, it's, Jason. it's freezing. I'm I'm freezing. So I'm I whipped up a little a little pot of of brown rice porridge just to just to warm the cockles of TJ's. Um, it's eighty. It's literally eighty degrees. <laughs> it's like seventy-five degrees outside. I know, but but 
my you know this old house it takes a long time to recalibrate with the heat so in on the outside even though it's sunny and hot on the inside here it's still like you know like 50 degrees it takes a long time to adjust back so i'm I, i'm just i'm simply eating this just to kind of warm me up as we uh, do another marathon day of content creation press and media tours Thank you. Thank you for that update. But mm-hmm. I mean, we've already uncovered, though. It's very cool. You've read a book before. Yeah. You so, yeah. Sa- String you Theory, went, went great to, book. You went to the sauna, mm-hmm. which is great. And I, you know what I like to do in the sauna sometimes is read read the, the newspaper. It gets this nice <laughs> consistency. Like You, it like, you nice... like the feeling of a wet, wet No, wet no, that's newspaper? what I'm saying. It actually, it actually gets very dry, Jason, because it's not porous like the human body. Oh, newsprint is not poor. Oh, actually, you know what? I know what you mean. Yeah, so like when you have, um, like when you go to a, a Burke Williams type of spa scenario, they'll have the magazine um, in ensconced yeah. in plastic because otherwise it'll it'll turn into a wet little mess. But the newspaper, yeah. in the in the heat, it just remains kind of dry, rigid, and it and gets, it gets it more gets, brittle. It gets, it get, exactly, but it's easy to read, and then you're not worried about damaging it like you would be maybe your favorite tattered paperback. Right, you're less um, precious with it, much like this podcast, because there's going to be a new one out tomorrow. Exactly, <laughs> and, exactly. You know, unless there's Guys, like a, try- <laughs> a real cool cover like the moon landing or six nine has been killed. You know, there's no. no you're let's just not forget. Toss it let's away. not. Let's not forget about Emily Ratajkowski's digital cover pregnancy announcement mm. yesterday on Vogue dot com. Don't don't like. Mm. Let's not just breeze by that important news. Actually, All right, you know that, it is bittersweet for a lot of because for a lot of men out there. This is a very bittersweet because it's bitter because if she's gonna, you know, she has solidified her relationship with her with her failing life partner by by um, choosing to create a life with this coke dealer so <laughs> so the chances of the chances leave, of leave, leave him alone he looks like a disney villain okay, okay leave him alone <laughs> okay so everyone out there who still thinks that there's a chance with emily radikowski the chances have gone down a lot now that she you know has started you, a family did you with ever someone. did you ever interact with pregnant emily radikowski back in your bottle rat days um i mean i interacted with her for a long time on the set of Zac Efron's We Are Oh God, how can friend. I forget? How can I forget? Radikowski and I hung out every day for like two months. But Radikowski's cool, right? Yeah, she's super cool. We we just like ate forage and like Did you get her number? Um I did have her number, yeah. I mean we we went on tour. We did like a, a tour of I various forgot about clubs. the media tour. We, so we, yeah, sure, we, though, this, we were this baby. Marquee. This baby is definitely not yours. This baby is definitely not TJ. I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying. I don't think it is mine. But I'm saying okay. that if it was, it's a very low chance. So okay. maybe like That's a ten percent. No, I just want to ask. <laughs> but but so, so, so I'm saying it's, it's bittersweet for the all of the all of her, all of her like you know twisted perverted male fans who thought that they were going to marry and. And wed Radikowski, they're bummed, but but they're probably rejoicing because her her boobs are just going to get better, you know. Wow, good point. I forgot you have a pregnancy fetish. Um, I do think that <laughs> I do think that that the pictures. There's like one picture of up close of her belly button that I'm seeing a lot. Like, and it's it's just a I lot haven't seen of that photo. I don't I don't need a, a I don't need a close up of a pregnant Audi button. 
I don't need a close up of any belly button. That's my whole point. <laughs> like I don't even see a fucking even belly a, button. Even in any though? No, no buttons except on my shirts and my jackets, bro. I'm good. Damn, like, he said that. he said no buttons. I that's that's and you can that's cap. You can, yeah. If you can I if I that. if I really knew a lot about fashion, I would like increase or insert a designer who is known for um, you know using a lack of seams and buttons. But uh, unfortunately, I can't do. Could you throw one in there, Chris? Who's a who's a designer that would turn their nose up at the thought of using a button? I actually that's a funny question. I don't know. I think I think buttons or maybe the I guess I'll the try sister. to ask somebody who knows more about clothes. Don't worry. Yeah. It was a mistake Thanks, to ask somebody like you. Uh, we do have a guest today, thank God. Um Emily Kirkpatrick uh does the vanity section at Vanity Fair um one of my favorite classic titles. Um Vanity Fair is great contri- mag. She's contributed a bunch of places. She's very funny and knows a lot about um, about pop culture and the shit that we like to talk about. I, I particularly want to go over um, Drake's birthday menu with her. Um, it's pretty I, I saw crazy. That. It's the worst menu I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty crazy, and she's been talking about it, so I think she'll be able to give us some insight. We're going to do a whole um, hour on Drake menu. We fit to do well. You know, Certified Lover Boy is in store soon, January twenty twenty one, and not that merch. Soon. That merch, shut up. That merch that I've had for I don't know, Jason, two months now has finally hit stores. So if you want to cop, if you want to be like CB, if you want to be certified lover boy, Chris Lover Boy Black, you can go cop that right now. Yeah, Chris has had. Sorry, my slop is just so full. Chris has had, <laughs> Chris has had these certified lover boy socks for so long, but they are beginning to fade. That's how much of an influencer he is. I don't think you guys That's- understand it. That's I haven't even worn the hat with the kiss yet. I haven't yeah, even his, worn his, uh, yet. his dry fit socks are now threadbare. They're one of the, the toes is poking out of a hole in it. And the, the black color is more of a gray at this point because of the continued use over, you know, it's, it's felt like years months now. and months and months and months of, of, of warming up the marketplace for this incredible product. So go cop that now. Warming up um, the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh let's give Emily a call and get into Drake's menu among other important topics. Mm-hmm. What's really good, Emily? How are you? What's going on? How are you? Oh, it's another day in paradise here. Jason and I are both in Los Angeles. Um where are you right now? I'm in New York City. Oh, how's it going? The one and only. Oh yeah. How, how is it going for you there? Oh, great. Just like the constant grind of construction outside my window. <laughs> what are they building brisk, over there? Brisk in, fall air. What are they building oh, over there fresh, in NYC? Fresh condos. Oh. What, neighbor, what neighborhood do you live in? Bushwick, the only neighborhood I can afford. <laughs> wow. Thank you, for your, thank you for your honesty and And candor. this is how the rich get richer. Am I right? Exactly. Yeah, this is part of the where, scheme. Where are you from? I'm from New Hampshire originally. Wow, New Hampshire. I don't know America's much about Bushwick. New Hampshire. Yeah, what, what, go, what goes on there? What is New Hampshire known for? Uh, I think we're known for primaries. <laughs> voting. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yo, in, um, yo, in Cali, we got surfing, bomb-ass carne asada, <laughs> a, a little thing called Hollywood. You, got, you guys have primaries. We have covered bridges. Also, that's our big. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Those, those are your cool. number one and number two exports. Well, we used to have the old man in the mountain, but then he fell off the mountain, so we don't have him anymore. But it's, but it's, it's picturesque. Yeah, it's picturesque for sure. 
Like it's a place where maybe I would take Jason to go apple picking and we'd get some photos for Instagram and stuff. Yeah, when I Definitely. think when Foliage. I think New Hampshire, correct me if I'm wrong, this is a place where I'm gonna go do some foraging, perhaps. You could. Like I wanna I wanna find some <laughs> You could. <laughs> if one were so inclined, if I wanted to find some, you know, some adult fungus in the woods, maybe a yeah, or we've maybe got that. maybe a truffle sniffing hound would come along. Yeah. Truffles, maybe not so much, but we've got like generic fungi. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you have any not loose? Like our number one. I'm looking for loose generic fungi. Any <laughs> yes, make and model it. will do. How, how, how long? Point? How long have you lived in New York? Uh, ten years. Oh, so okay, you're a New Yorker. Then we don't even we don't need to talk about yeah. New Hampshire. I mean, that's fine. You know? I mean, you, we're welcome to. It's on the table. But well, you know, I just Jason and I both being from booming metropolises. Me originally Atlanta. Jason originally Huntington sure. Beach. You know, we we just don't that welcome north to Orange County bitch. That northeast stuff. <laughs> that northeast stuff is just a little confusing to me. I don't know what it's like to be you know raised. Yeah, there. it might as well sure. be Mars Rural. for a couple of guys like us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, small town America for sure. Mm-hmm. Did you guys did you guys have like one stoplight and like a Whole Foods or was it more like a uh, local grocer? Whole Foods is like really presumptuous. We just got a Whole Foods. I think it's coming next year, actually. The slowdown in construction was supposed to come this year. Wow. Yeah. COVID strikes again, rears yeah. its ugly fucking head. It's a real tragedy. And we do have one street, so Do your parents do your parents still live there? Yeah. They actually just sold their house. They're moving. To another part the hell of New out Hampshire. Of there. Or they're going no, somewhere to else. South Carolina. Oh, what part? Now we're talking. Aiken? Aiken? Another town that's Aiken? never been to. Yeah. Aiken? Who's to Aiken? That's, I only know that's Clay's last name. That ain't even a place. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, you know, I'm aching to know more about New Hampshire. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, all joking aside, I've actually been to Aiken, South Carolina, because I grew up in Atlanta, so I've been to all parts of, of South Carolina. Um, it, but that's Chris, inter- it comes, it comes uh, as no surprise to anyone listening that you have been to Aiken, South Carolina. Don't worry. Shut up, Jason. I mean, I've, I've explored <laughs> I've explored my local territory. That's all, you know. Are there any... Um, cool. Emily, are there any famous <clears throat> foods from New Hampshire? Like, what are you guys known for besides the bridges and the trees? Um, <laughs> I think that's pretty much... I mean, Vermont's kind of got the lock on maple syrup, but we do have some of that also. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maine has moxie soda, kind of. What the fuck is that? Up. It's one of the most disgusting beverages you can ever <laughs> hope to have. Wait, walk us through. I've never heard of that. Uh, Jason, have you heard of moxie yeah, I've heard of it. It's classic, classic beverage. It is a it's classic a lot of sugar. Beverage. I don't know. I don't know much about oh. it. Is, is, is it similar? It's kind of like one of those old timey sodas. Yeah, it's very old timey. I think it's made out of molasses or something. It's somehow like <laughs> too sugary and not sugary enough at the same time. Oof. Damn. With like a, a real aftertaste. Have you ever yeah. considered getting into the world of food, media, and journalism? Because I feel like your descriptor <laughs> words are pleasing me and my palate. <laughs> wow, I've never considered it, but that's a good. But you, you, uh, you, you be eaten though, right? I've seen you posting <laughs> Drake's menu on on oh, Twitter, yeah. well, for I example. Just... So it seems like you're a member of the <laughs> culinary artscape. I would agree, and I've heard that there's I'm a interested. magazine. How do I say it, Jason? <laughs> Bone appetite. I bet they're hiring. Yeah, I bet they yeah, be yeah. Hiring Who are right they? Now. Those guys are yeah. awesome. Opening Check fair. 
They okay. have some I'll openings. Check both of those out. <laughs> I think in the test kitchen you could really thrive. You know what I mean? I, I think, think that's I could probably... shine there. I'm experimental. I'm open minded. Emily, have you, you ever know, posted any? Emily, have you ever posted anything <laughs> on a Tumblr that we need to know about from high school or anything like that? Uh, I I never had a Tumblr, okay. so I'm safe in that front. Okay, there's no Thank tweets God. that we need to scrub before we pitch that you the Bon Appetit. That I don't know about. That I can't promise. I'm okay. gonna take a deep dive. Smart. Well, well, let's. I mean, yeah, we were we were talking about Drake's menu before um, before we spoke to you. And yeah, Drake's I mean, menu yeah. is literally on the menu for today's podcast. So I hope you're hungry. <laughs> oh, great! It's, I just wrote about it. So. Oh. Did you write about it for Vanity Fair? There's a full yeah. story. Oh, yeah, thank out God. Now. This is, okay, out now. <laughs> okay, so That's you. So I'm assuming you know the whole memor the whole menu memorized, so we can just get into it. Um, the, the first, well, I mean, we'll start well, at the top calamari. <laughs> okay. Well, you need, we need to include the calamari and also the sub, the subtext below it. If there's any, you know, is there a, I believe a, it's a red sauce? There's a red. Okay. So calamari with the red sauce. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I ask a question, Jason? Please, please. Red, red sauce. Should I know exactly what that tastes like based on that simplistic description or am I missing something? Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, I think we're going to assume that that is a, uh, you know, some type of store-bought Prego marinara style red sauce. Okay. Okay. Classic. Uh, okay. Where, wait, first of all, where was Drake's birthday at? Uh, that, I don't think we know. It's in LA somewhere. Uh, so, it, so it was a private birthday. Yeah. I know, all of this actually, information is like leaked. I actually know where it was, but I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, just, I don't want to. OVO Chris can't speak on matters like that on the record, but um, we'll just we'll keep it moving. You know what I mean? We'll keep it moving. So, so Drake did a mask off birthday party. Not, Definitely. You know, nobody fully no, mask off. Nobody 100%. in attendance. <laughs> okay. Um, so we assume that this is a this is a bad calamari ring dipped into a marinara, the kind that you would get from Olive yes. Garden or something like that. I yeah. don't think that, but the sushi platter, the next item, this looks fine to me. It's fine. It's a little basic. Does it well, look? But fine? I guess you're you're trying to please the masses, though. So I suppose you got Emily. You got to understand who the guests are at this thing. These aren't <laughs> these these women from Delilah aren't. Working with the most refined power. Fair enough. Fair oh, enough. wait, wait, wait. This was at Delilah, Chris? So. What'd you say, Jason? Did you just divulge the location of this party? No, this was not at Delilah. I'm saying the kind of <laughs> girls Drake imported. Chris, this backpedaling is disgusting. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. But a, a, a spicy tuna California cucumber avocado roll, that sounds like a good Thursday night for me. Yeah, it's a crowd pleaser. Okay, so the, yeah, a su <laughs> just sushi platter. You know, spicy tuna, California, and cucumber avocado roll. So, you have to assume that this is this is Ralph's or Vaughn's level quality of sushi. I don't know. I don't know if they have those supermarkets over in in New Hampshire or New York, but I don't, they do not. Okay, but you you know what I'm saying. I got the gist. It's like a pick you, and pay. Yes, yeah. Wow. Yes. yes. Great. Do you think, Jason and Emily? Do you think? That the sushi platter was served on a woman's body, That's or do you where think my it was head served going. on a yeah, plastic? I mean, tray? I would hope. I would hope so. I hope women's uh, bodies are being used uh, serving platters. Your have, words, not mine. Too. But do you think in a, in uh, you know in the year twenty twenty, <laughs> as we've all become a little more uh, you know woke and tolerant, do you think there's a chance that Drake has included uh, in addition to a, a nude Caribbean woman? 
but also you know the body of a man for us you oh, know, for, for our ladies to enjoy. Do you think Drake is that progressive, or he would be like, no, 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 Batman sushi platter? <laughs> it's a simple yes or no question. I think. I mean, I think maybe Chubbs would do it. You know what I mean? Because he's got to got to earn his pay. Uh, <laughs> they would do it. It would be a prank style. What if Chubbs? You know, it's kind of like who's going to be Santa Claus at the office this year? Like who's going to exactly. be the male? Yeah, Chubbs has got to do it. Chubbs is good. wow. We have. I like. We, I think we have a. Our, do we have a real Drake fan on our hands here? Oh me? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me? No. 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 Hundred percent. No. You're not bumping. You're not bumping any Drake or OVO related material at the crib. Uh, ideally, no. But I get it. I get the. I get the appeal of him. But like him oh. as a person is so tainted to me. But then I can't divorce the music any longer. What uh walk me through walk me through maybe your top three taints. <laughs> uh, huh. And as I mean, as it as it pertains to Drake and not the not the body right. part. Obviously. Got it. Uh, <laughs> his jewelry collection is like pretty offensive to me. Okay. What? His jewelry <laughs> I hate it. Hot fire. What no, no way. Ex- no way. Expand on that, please. Are you scared to wear the stony chain in Bushwick because you're going to get robbed? I mean, well, first of all, he has that one chain that's like too big for him to actually wear. You know, the yes. like life-size owl. What's yeah. What are we doing with that? You have to make a cage to hold it? It's <laughs> too much. And then also... Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I stand with you on that. Have you seen the bracelet that French Montana gave him that's like straight up a bangle? No. <laughs> like spells out his, it spells out his name in like a hard cuff. But like each <laughs> each letter is like a cutout, like this a cutout cool letter covered in. A, it's not cool. But no, it's like yeah, you no, hope it would be cool. There's but it's no, not, there's it's no not. occasion where <laughs> where a where a grown adult Drake is going to wear that. You know what I mean? No, it's, you, no, it's, and it's a nuisance. He sh- yeah, and he showed it off for the first time. Like I don't know, in his kitchen, it was just very lackluster. Mm-hmm. I don't. We didn't don't like, like the it. unboxing of it. No, I didn't like the unboxing of it. And then the, I don't, I really hate his tattoos. His tattoos for me are worse yeah, than okay, okay. anything about his personality, which mm. I also hate. Yeah, I and the fact I, that all of his tats are, are just on his back mostly. It's kind yes, of. Yeah, and uh, they're often like women who don't claim him, women who want like nothing to do with him. <laughs> no, that, that's true. That's like if, if I got a Chloe 70 face portrait right. on my back and be like, Chris, what? Yeah, cool, dude. You like her. Good. Thanks for letting right. us know. She yeah, even, know even Drake's mom is like, I don't love that I'm on there. Yeah, right. that's, like I could live without that. You make a good point. You make good points, but I, I can't believe in, in the year of our Lord 2020, you're able to resist the music. You know, I don't know uh, what you're into. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I get it. It's, uh, Chris, I'm also right, he's just I'm so corny as fuck, and it's hard for me. He talks like such a big game in his music; it's hard for me to take it seriously. Oh, mm. Uh-oh. Wait, did that we is, lose Chris? Oh, no, we didn't lose. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the how best... rap music works. Unfortunately, most yeah, of those guys can't. That, live that up is to it. how rap music works. You have to, you know, have that braggadocious attitude of like you're a real pimp and you uh, do murders and have sex with hot hotties. But the best Drake is when he's emotional and vulnerable. So when he's, you know, talking talking all that talk, it doesn't. It, it's not the right Drake. We want him to be, uh, you know, sensitive Drake, the emotional, sad, going through it Drake. That's that's when he always shines. You good? 
My phone froze. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. You know when your phone... Sometimes your phone just freezes, baby. It's all good. Or maybe it's not all good. Okay, I'm back. There we go. Hola. <laughs> oh, thank <Hello>. God. <laughs> Sorry to cut out at a crucial conversational moment. It's okay. Well, now that you've <laughs> ragged on my favorite um, edition of all time, I would love to know uh, what somebody who grew up in New Hampshire listens to, and I hope it starts with the Dinosaur Jr. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, sure. I listen to Dino Jr., but also I listen to just like a lot of bad emo and punk music. Uh, um, a lot of a- also a lot of bad local emo and punk music. Lo- local to what? Local to Bushwick? So to New Hampshire. No, to New Hampshire. What, what was what? New Hampshire's biggest emo export? Oh, we don't have exports. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they are like regionally. Okay, so there's been Let's no start. what's what's the biggest band out of the out of the New Hampshire emo canon, I guess. Oh, when I was a teen, it was the span the guts. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a that's a that's a great classic. Good name. Band, I like the name. Yeah, great name. Strong name. Uh, I worked with them at a restaurant. Uh, yeah. Was the restaurant was, also called Guts? No, the restaurant's called the Friendly Toast, and it was like the local, mm. like all the punk kids worked there. It was like the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had we had places we had we had a few places like that in Atlanta as well. If those, uh, if those did, slimy walls could talk, am I right? Yeah. Well, the floors were kind of like permanently coated in maple syrup, so that was fun. Well, welcome to New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. Did 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 you guys get a lot of the big touring acts through New Hampshire, or did you have to travel for the good shows? Uh, you had to travel for the good shows. Where, where would and you then, go like, to? The, Buffalo? I don't know. Well, the like the medium good shit would go to Hampton Casino Ballroom, <laughs> which was like uh, okay, we're getting too regional. Too yeah. regional. Yeah, it's very regional. Um, but you're yeah, close to New no, York. You're close to New York. Oh, Boston. I'm sorry. Yeah, so you we're saw, an hour north. Even you saw Ameri- you saw American Nightmare and Converge a lot in Boston. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you, so would you classify Murphy's? Would you? Oh, no, 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 we no, do no. not talk about the Dropkick Murphys. Would you classify <laughs> yourself as a as an emo emo person? Mm, uh, I did in high school, but not not okay. any you're, longer. You were reformed. You were reformed. <laughs> I'm reformed emo person. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, some of the best people in the world are people who started <laughs> out as emo people. There, you are a survivor, and there is hope around the corner. It gives you like a sensitive foundation to build on. Absolutely. I, agree. I I listen to a lot of music from that era still. And, you know, you could catch me blasting Texas is the reason on Sunset Boulevard <laughs> any day of the week. And Jason kind of shames me for that a little bit. So I'm glad to have someone, you know, on my side here on this podcast. Mm-hmm. For sure. Sometimes you just got to like listen to brand new and like scream a little bit and cry. Mm. Damn. Mm. I think some of our <laughs> listeners can relate to that. <laughs> I think I, yeah, I think of a lot of our listeners can relate to that. What do you, um, what do you think? We've been talking about this a lot, Jason. And I, what do you think of the new Ariana Grande song? What do I think of it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I like that. That was a nice long pause. I was like, damn, she's about to drop some fucking heat on us. Nope. <laughs> uh, I think it's you know, it's mid. I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's mid. I we have, we have a friend. 
uh, who who is capping for it, who says it's great, and we we agree that it's mid. Neither no, neither I mean, a banger nor a bop, but a fine right. a fine song number six on the album. But it's totally. it's not think, getting me riled up. I mean, part of the problem is like when you release a song like Thank You Next, you set the bar so high for yourself, you show us what you can do mm-hmm. with like a hit mass song. Mm-hmm. And then, you you know, everything can't be that, of course. Right. The blessing and the curse of, of, the making, blessing, a, the curse. of making a banger. <laughs> not not I, many people can recover from that. I don't think that, I think Ariana Grande is getting a little boring, but I mean, I, what do I know? You know, I, don't, I just I don't. think the aesthetic is boring. I wish he would switch up the look dramatically. Yeah, but I don't, you know, I, don't know you're on to something. Her look is. I think real. her hair is brittle. Her, her, yeah. She, she looks less real than Lil Michaela at this point. <laughs> also, I, I also just think the skater skirts and the like platform boots, like it's very yeah. played out. She needs a refresh. I'm more offended by the ponytail at this point, but I think it's. <laughs> I think she has no choice. Like I said, the right. rumor is that. Her hair is is brittle, and and it's been her it's been pulled back so much that it could it could break. Chris, I don't know um, if you would be able to handle a ponytail of that with that power. No, it's I don't. Yeah, it's, that's a heavy ponytail. It ruined Pete Davidson's career. That's how heavy the ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heavy is the head that wears that pony. Let's get back on track, though. Item number three is a Caesar salad with romaine lettuce, garlic croutons, and Parmesan dressing. I mean, first of all, a Caesar salad has Caesar dressing, not Parmesan dressing. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on that first misstep? I mean, that's a critical misstep. I also just think in 2020, like a Caesar salad, don't come what for are Caesar. we doing? And don't come for, don't Caesar. Come for well, the, Big Caesar. The kale don't salad come. is right behind it. Do you know how many rappers want to like eat a kale a salad? A lane. Rappers yeah, don't no. eat kale salads. <laughs> oh, I see. That's for the ladies. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know if I get, I that's get for it, no. some lady. The ladies of rappers, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be eating a kale salad either. They want the uh, the comfort and the classic traditions of a Caesar salad. And I I love me a good Caesar. The the garlic is not great for a birthday breath if we're if we're splitting hairs for sure. But that's just where I'm at. And then the, but the baby kale Dried salad fruit. is also offered. Dr- so this is Keep where, your, you know, you were, you were getting into this. This is where the menu, you know, it starts to come alive. The first three items are very <laughs> by the books, standard issue. Absolutely. And then number four, the baby kale salad. The first ingredient is dried fruit. And then the second <laughs> ingredient is cabbage. <laughs> then pistachio. And then poppy seed dressing. So this sounds like... That's a lot of texture. A lot of texture. <laughs> yeah, the mouthfeel so is, is, I mean, I have to know what the dried fruit is, but you can't just say like, oh, this is a, this is, this has fruit in it. You have to say, right. bitch, what kind of fruit? You, you can't just say, let me get a fruit. You've got to be specific. Yeah, you got to be specific. I mean, I get the pistachio, but is it a whole pistachio? Is it roasted? Mm. Is it well, toasted? Jason, is it chopped. salt? Is it chopped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I stand firmly against fruit and salads. I, I just can't do it. Yeah, I second that. I mean, so many places you'll see you'll see a cursed kale salad that has uh, just as many blueberries as it does oh. pieces of, of of kale. It's just it's, see again. That's ooh. a bad texture. That's a bad mashup. Yeah, it's, a, is, it's about bad mouth mash. 
Jason loves mashups musically, but when it comes to food, it's a little tougher for him. Yeah, I mean, you know, flavor combos, we talk about this a lot. It's tough. But, you know, poppy seed dressing is another odd one. This whole, I mean, this whole menu, I would be, in, even, this This is this is bad for, like, a bad wedding. Like, if I went to a shitty wedding, I would look at this and be like, mm, here we go. So, second, the segundi, chicken. I think that's where it gets real interesting. Yeah, chicken bolognese. Now, that is something that a food that I've never heard of before. Um, I know what, it reminds me, I know what it chicken reminds is, me and I know what bolognese is, uh, <laughs> a meat-based sauce uh, from, from, from his, the city of Bologna. Um, his famous line, though, Jason, if you remember correctly, the um, you know where he talks about eating uh, spaghetti bolognese at the Polo Lounge. I don't know if you remember that line. Um, I maybe do, maybe I don't. Okay, so does the does the Polo <laughs> Lounge serve their bolognese with chicken, the most they might, but they might of all ground meats. Maybe they do, and that's where he got the idea from. I've never had it at the Polo Lounge. I I stick to something a little lighter there. Um, but you know that, that that's well. Just that's me. my argument that the a chicken bolognese is too light. You need oh, you, I see. You know, a bolognese. You want it to be a thick, dark, rich sauce. You know, pork. Duck, you know these these you know beef. Beef is another popular meat I've 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 been reading, and like those are things that you make a bolognese out of a chicken bolognese. Uh, you know it's as limp as fla- and flavorless as certified lubber boy album in stores January. <laughs> wow, will wow. do that. Do not do that. Do not do that. Um, I stand by that. I'm I'm upset. Drake <laughs> By that that comment. Look, um, the music of Drake is limp dick at best, <laughs> as well as his protein of choice for his limp dick bolognese. Next question. Protein of, cho- protein of choice. <laughs> steak 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 free so chimichurri. I mean that probably was cooked poorly, but my yeah. It, so it yeah, chimichurri, offensive. grilled ribeye, and French fries. That's so. The, if this was a menu that like if I was at you know a, a hotel bar this is like what you would see on the menu that's probably what i would order because it has the highest probability of not fucking it up compared to you know i would never get the baby kale or or a grilled cauliflower because they're gonna fuck something up i mean especially with drake ca- at the helm grilled cauliflower with sun-dried tomato caper raisin and parsley does not sound good to me even as a lifelong vegetarian no Um. (laughs) and and kirk you you mentioned this on the tweet that there is there is a an undercurrent theme current pun intended didn't did not mean to do that but the the raisin appears a lot in this Uh menu you cut out um i was saying i was saying that you mentioned that raisins appeared a lot in this menu oh shit oh no (laughs) Oh, no. This is the first time you're on How Long Gone and your microphone is not working. Oh, no. Just as we were getting to raisins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know raisins are a, are a big subject for you and, and as do I. I don't, are there any foods that you think raisins make better or no? Uh, not, no, not really. It's I hard think for it's me a to... solo dish. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So kind of like when you're going to like an, an illustrious menu, you know, like you're at the French Laundry where the produce really <laughs> speaks for itself. You know, a raisin should be so good that it is only presented in a bowl, you know, un, unmolested by fire. 
or fermentation. Absolutely. Okay. Just fresh. Just fresh, I, the way I, God intended it to, to, to I be. Haven't, I, I haven't had a raisin in so long. The only memories I have of raisins are, are <laughs> as, as we round the corner to Halloween, I remember you know one of the neighbors giving out raisins and their house getting pelted with the boxes in rejection. Oh, um, no. <laughs> once, once they passed off the raisin. Oh, but raisins, no. I don't find any good. I, I can't think of a good situation for a raisin, but I, if I had to eat them, it would be raw. Yeah, the yeah, only time agreed. I've had a, a raisin, like now that I'm in in uh, living in Glendale, a, a Armenian community, if you get a really ripe, perfect, uh, perfect raisin, like uh, imported from from the Armenian land, oh baby, you haven't lived. It's like uh, it's like eating a raisin in Technicolor. It, it's a it's no, a whole other experience. Would you put, Truly delicious. <laughs> would you put that raisin in your mac and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> How good is it, Jason? Right. Would you put how it in your good mac is and it? Cheese? Look, um, the answer to that question, Emily, is is unfortunately a big old no. Uh, the the <laughs> well, first of all, of all the menu items, uh, there's a description for everything. Grilled shrimp stands on its own. There there needs no subtext for his grilled shrimp. Self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. But I would, you know, you would think that that the boy would add a sauce or something. And what if it's with a peanut sauce? I have an allergy. Now he's got blood on his hands. But yeah. The mac and cheese, sun-dried tomato, caper, and raisin and parsley is is a an absolute abomination for mac and cheese. <laughs> and I and I and I am a uh, a hipster white foodie. Just imagine what you know a bunch of rappers are going to think when they see oh no these people fucked up the macaroni and cheese. The one thing that I was looking forward to on this menu of ridiculous food items. They they put sun dried tomato. That's already a disaster. Capers right, in the mac and pass. cheese. Capers is an absolute disaster. But did ra- you? Oh. <laughs> did 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 you guys talk amongst unpre- yourselves? I need to take ten. Is this an unprecedented? Is this unprecedented? I don't know if I've ever seen raisins put into a mac and cheese before. No, no, no uh, that's never happened. And honestly, talking about this, I'm so fired up, Drake voice, that I will <laughs> maybe for my next Substack post, I will. I will create this a recipe. I will make macaroni and cheese with all of these ingredients, with sun-dried tomatoes, capers, raisins, and parsley, just so I could see how bad it's going to taste. But what if it ends up being delicious? There's no way that's yeah, impossible. People, people were trying to argue that it's like a savory kugel situation, and I just what? don't think that's the case. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, yeah. I like that, uh, you know, that devil's advocate contrarian. Yeah, I like the play. optimism. That- <laughs> I like that, but there's there's no scenario where where that's going no. to taste good. I've never had I've never had Kugel before. Uh, Kugel's pretty good, but again, it's supposed to be sweet, and I would say the raisins are the worst part of it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I think the raisins are the worst part of most dishes they're included in. Is what we've Always. decided. Kugel, Kugel is, is a is a, a Jewish food. Is that correct? Yeah. Are you a member of the tribe, my friend? I'm not, but I've been to many a Passover where it's served. So. You know, why the fuck? Why the fuck can Passover? Yeah, how come Jason and I can't get invited to a Passover? We're Oh, we're, wow. We're I've got connected. a standing invite. <laughs> we have we're heavily connected in the Jewish community, but the invite doesn't come. What do you think that what does it mean? 
I don't, I don't, I don't know if we can be trusted at, at, a, at a Passover table. I will, I will drink all of the wine, and you will, you will complain about stuff so much, and maybe... <laughs> I think that's part of the tradition, though, is drinking like, way too much wine and complaining about yeah. everything. So you you would think we would be prime candidates. You'd fit right in, yeah. I mean, well, you're welcome to attend... Yeah, just for the your, annual Passover I go to. For, yeah, for your <laughs> Zoom, for your Zoom Passover, you know, just just send the invite on the iCal. But you know, speaking, all right, I'll just forward it along. Speaking of yeah, me, please. of me creating this macaroni and cheese and writing about it on my Substack, you also have a Substack, and you know, during yeah. during these trying times, what you know, how have you been spending all of your Substack money lately? Like, what what kind of things have you been buying with the income? Oh, are people making money on Substack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, re- I've read that some people are, yes. Okay, I, well, we, I'm, I'm not. I have no newsletter revenue thus okay, far. Okay. Are you, are you planning to monetize, though? We talk about monetizing newsletters a lot on this podcast, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, I would love to monetize, but I think that, you know, you have to have, like, people who read your newsletter and <laughs> an audience. And okay, what do you what do you think? Details. Users? Minor details. Okay, well, let's, let's workshop this. We are a creative agency, and we will give you this consultation for free. What are, what are, wow. some, what are, what do you think you need to do, or what are some things about your newsletter that might be lacking that is keeping you from crossing over that paywall? Hmm. Uh, well, so far, most of my subscribers are like friends and family. Okay. And okay. so they're okay. not like willing to pay for access to like things that I text them anyway. Mm-hmm. So okay, maybe that's, if I is, pull back on the texting, maybe if I just stop talking to everyone and only communicate through the newsletter. Oh. This is a cool idea. Like friends and family, don't text, don't call. $5 right. a month and we can talk. Right. Yeah, there, there's only fans and this is only fam. Only fans. <laughs> this is where your family has to subscribe to talk to you. Yes. Just, just to literally speak with you and ask how you're doing. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm going for. Okay. Okay. So, you know, that's fine. With my content. Hopefully, hopefully that- the content continues to grow and your listenership and fan base expands beyond your uh, immediate family and friends. Yeah. What is, the, what, what is your cadence looking like right now? My cadence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many newsletters are we getting from you? Oh, one a week. Very regular. Every Friday, 10 a.m., you're getting a newsletter. Okay. And, and what, what, what news? Kind, what, <laughs> yeah, you have one of those rare. Yeah, remember when, back, rare. Remember when newsletters were actually news? And that's yeah, some yeah, exactly. bullshit opinions about, you know, fucking Lovecraft Country season one, episode four. Yeah, so you won't not... get that in my newsletter. No opinions. So, that's per- so, all right. So we, I know if I subscribe, I'm guaranteed there's not going to be 5,000 words on Emily Ratajkowski. There's just no. going to be news. Yeah, and it's like barely a hundred words on Emily. Oh, Radicast. perfect. So are there a lot of are there, are there a lot of pictures or like? What, it's like what? almost entirely picture based. Oh, stick. That's good for Jason because he's not a very strong reader. So what? What yeah, kind of? This is for illiterate people can participate in my newsletter. It's open access. Yeah, re- the like written that. word is not my love language. Let's say that. <laughs> uh, what? So there are these pictures of celebrities, and you're breaking down their clothing. Yeah, pretty much. So it's called I Love Mess. And basically it's like 
every week <laughs> I just round up all of my favorite like celebrity paparazzi photos. Mm. And then I just kind of like give my little like one liner thought on each of them mm. or like what what's happening, what's going on. This sounds like something I would really enjoy and even be interested in collaborating on. It also um, sounds like as, something we'll that, get into you, it. Chris, <laughs> that Chris already does. Right, I, have, like, I already do this yeah, for you, free, you, so you I kind like, of just, well just aggregate it. Yeah, this is kind of just Chris Black's Twitter. Where right, is your this number, is my Twitter feed. <laughs> where, is your, where is your number one source? Daily Mail, just Jerry? Daily Mail, of course. Daily you Mail, gotta, so I have a lot... Of, I have some theories on Daily Mail. So do you okay. think... They're the number one leader in celebrity gossip because they're in the UK and ahead on time and they license the pictures no. first. Okay. I think it's Thank you for they, shutting that down. <laughs> well, because they also have American. I used to work for them. That's why I know that. They Wait, also what? have American offices. You used to work for the Daily Mail? Yeah, for like three months and it was a terrible dark time. <laughs> my, my friend, do you know Ellis Jones? No. Okay. She worked there too and she had said the same thing. Oh, it was really bad. Um, but so I don't think it's it maybe is a little bit of the time thing, but I think it's mostly that one. Yeah, they get exclusive access to a lot of like the big photographs. So that drives up their numbers in a huge way. And also they publish like literally every photograph that exists. Like there's no yeah, story yeah, too yeah. small for them to publish <laughs> yeah, a photograph. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. So you get everything. not even one photograph. It's 12 photographs. Of it's always the 12 same. photographs. Yes, that are exactly the same. And then they have to write a different caption for every single one. And that's my favorite part. That's that's when the artistry really comes through. Is yeah, the, Daily when Mail, the thesaurus is, shines. Is there a way that Daily Mail, do they have any like paywall, like members only, like special access? No, I, I think they're more of the like bombard you with advertisements model right, right, right. of business. Yeah, it's, it's the craziest advertising on the internet. Like it's hard to reuse the site. Yeah, and there's like videos popping up. There's like yeah, shit moving so around. Right. Well, that's, you like that's can't making, find the article. That's making me wonder. So, like, if they were to say, like, "All right, guys, for nine ninety nine a month, we'll offer you the uh, you know an ad free experience of Daily Mail," you guys would both probably no. pay that, wouldn't you? No, 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 no absolutely no. not. I, no, I love the ads. <laughs> the ads are part, part of, of the it. Experience. Yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah, have the, the sugar without is, the without the sour, is what you're saying. Yeah, the chaos is part of it, and also like I'm pretty religiously Daily Mail sidebar. Like that's where my yes, niche yes. is. But part of the thrill is that you have to scroll through the whole website to look at the whole sidebar, and so meanwhile you're getting like terrible propaganda and like violent yes, pop up yeah, videos yeah, yeah, coming yeah. at you down <laughs> the center and like giving you a little PTSD <laughs> flavor. And I like that. I like the whole I, package. Yeah, that's a little wow. slice of the of the uh, internet of yore, kind of, you know, exactly. when there's a little bit more of a Wild West scenario. Right. I you stand, don't get to actually choose. I stand with you on that <laughs> because, you know, when you tell your British friends that you love the Daily Mail, they look at you like you're insane because it's like a right-wing Are you joking? Right. <laughs> Are you bloody joking? What do you mean? But the, um, but the, the gossip and the photos, no one can touch them. It's just yeah, absolutely... Astounding. They're mowing down the competition because I love I love what just Jerry. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm an OG Perez Hilton head. That's where I really sure. got my start. Page six 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 dot com before he got the cease and desist. Um, <laughs> you probably wasn't real heads no. Sorry, real heads do. <laughs> yeah, know. that that was the um, dinosaur junior. No, I was I was into science. Perez Hilton. I was into delisted also early days. Are you a are you a current or former user of oh no they didn't journal <laughs> No, I never went that far. Oh, I remember when well, I would DJ in the club and Perez showed up, it'd be like, ugh, Perez Hilton's here again. Like it was I mean, a Perez Hilton, it, 
is a cancer. Don't get me wrong, and not a sign. I mean, like a disease. But the um, the the, the, the I, I I find that I find oh no, they didn't actually is a great source, and I would recommend it to you as as a it friend. It can be. I've dipped a toe in there before, but I've never gone so far as like make an account. Really I would never get in the weeds. No, okay, no, no, I've never made an account, but I do think that. I do think that that kind of thing that's fully um, like user generated is interesting, and it's obviously skewed uh, view wise, but it does create a special kind of content that you can't really get anywhere else. Well, that sounds great. I won't check it out, Emily. <laughs> you, I, I saw on, a, on another tweet a, a tweet that you did recently. Um, do men on dating apps react poorly to all women telling them they have yeah. jobs or is it just my job specifically? <laughs> and that's, that is a, a subject that maybe a lot of our listeners might be able to relate to. So what's, yeah, I'm what's going on? Do we have, do we have trouble in hinge land? What's, what's going on? Uh, yeah. I mean, trouble really across the dating app spectrum when, uh, we get into what I do professionally Mm-hmm. It usually, well, I try to keep it broad, you know, like I'm a writer, right? But that that invokes the inevitable question, like, well, what do you write about? Like, and then like every for time, a bar stool, and then you're like, right. no, and they're like, oh, and then immediately never mind. lost their interest. Mm-hmm. And I've tried out a couple things. I've tried saying fashion is a hard no. Uh, I've tried, you know, pop culture also a hard no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> entertainment entertainment gets some mixed results. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an entertainment writer. Yeah, people are like, "Oh, okay, maybe." Like, I, uh, <laughs> I kind of get what that is. Well, but, I'm surprised. Well, that I mean, what, have you have a... you tried just saying like Vanity Fair? Yeah, they're not impressed by that. Okay, <laughs> damn, you're you're you must. You, be, it sounds like uh, you've been talking to too many straight guys. Yeah, that is the number one problem. <laughs> okay, I mean, if they're that, if they're not if they're not impressed by saying I'm a writer at Vanity Fair, then then what is that an age thing? I mean, I feel like they should know, I don't know. that that's like a you know, like if if a girl told me that, I'd be like, oh, I'm impressed, I'm intimidated. <laughs> yeah, they're not impressed or intimidated. Um, I don't know what so it is. So is is it or do you think the root of it is that they're afraid that they're going that you're going to be too intelligent for them and their uh, their common male tricks won't work on you? Uh I think it's the reverse. I think they think that I'm going to be like too stupid for them. What kind of guys are you talking about? Are you talking I about I don't know, things? man. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, but but probably. when I, you know, of all the professions in the world, writer is not at the top of the stupid list. So if you say like, yeah, "Oh, I yeah. work at Chuck E. Cheese," then it's gonna be like, "All right, this bitch is gonna be too stupid." But if you're like, "Oh, I'm a writer for Vanity Fair," you're like, "All right, dumbass." Um, you know, like it's that seems like an intelligent person's career path. Yeah, it's it's been slightly better since I started working for Vanity Fair. When I worked at Page Six, it was like pretty. Okay. hard nose across the board but also it seemed like men thought that i was gonna like write up a gossip item about them and i'm like i don't think you understand like what page six is like yeah you're oh. not famous losers <laughs> right well, it's like that- you- so wait, maybe maybe when you were talking to fellows on raya you know like oh i'm not I'm colin not cool firth would be like raya. look i'm not going to i don't want to appear in one of your tell-alls absolutely and that's his right. You know, he should be scared. So you're yeah, not on Raya. I'm not. Can't get that invite. Okay. Oh, I'm sure one of I'm sure one of our <laughs> listeners can bless you with the invite, but I'm more interested in how you're gonna get me on page six. So what do I need to do? 
because um, I'm sure you still got some connections there. And Absolutely. I have to be honest, it's kind of my dream um, to to make it to the 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 hollow the hollowed halls of, of page six and the, the, you can the beautiful. Do it. What do I need to do as a layman? Because I do have some celebrity friends and I do have this podcast that's doing okay. Right. Um, okay. Well, you're gonna so, have to start snitching on your celebrity friends. That's first okay. and foremost. But but if I snitch on if I snitch on my celebrity friends, then I, I, I my name doesn't get mentioned. I'll just be giving an item away for free. Okay, then I say, you know, not to step on your toes here, but maybe no, please. Sh- maybe show his dick accidentally, quote unquote <laughs> accidentally. I mean, interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting premise. Um, I, mean, but, I think it's we, a little played out at this point. To it be is, it is but I'm, I'm saying, you know, Chris's level of celebrity is, you know, no shade, but he's, he's not on the same <laughs> level as a Tom Cruise or a, you know, right. a Natalie Portman. He's no, <laughs> right. so, he's no so, You know, he's no, no Tubin. Well, so when, so when, I when think I could be, maybe I could be the, the millennial Tubin. You know, that is, unless that already exists. Do you think there's a millennial Tubin out there? Not to my knowledge, but <laughs> I'm sure there's someone who fancies himself yeah, a millennial. Dare, dare to dream, Chris. I, I just so so you're saying the only way for me to really get in with page six is to give them some tips and then they would owe me one and maybe I could call in a favor later. I think that's a strong opening gambit, but I also mm. think that if you can go on some kind of like fake date with one of your celebrity friends, like mm. doesn't even have to be a date, like literally just stand a little too close to them, put your <laughs> hand on them gently, mm. and we can get a photograph of that. You can send that photograph in and then be like, I am that person. Here's like some source quotes. Oh, you can use about and it'll, this and it'll be like Zoe Deschanel appears with unknown man at Boa yes. Steakhouse. No, they would say, like, here's Chris, Chris with Zoe Deschanel, and, you know, a source tells us that they ordered whatever. Mm. This is good. Okay, steak, so Jason, I, li- I like Unknown Man more, but we can build off of that. I don't. I don't. So, okay, so what we'll, what we'll do is I'll aim a little higher than Zoe Deschanel because that's not really my flavor. Um, but, okay, okay. I will go to, I'll go to a restaurant with a celebrity friend, and then I'll have Perfect. Jason. I'll have Jason outside. Mm-hmm. to take the pictures and they'll look paparazzi-esque and then I'll send them in and give them all the info. That's what you're saying. That's how it should work. I think that's a great way. And I also think you might be able to get a double on that and also get paid for the photograph potentially. Ooh. Well, okay. Emily, so can you be it? our manager? Cause you've taught us how to make money two ways. <laughs> yeah. And I right. feel I like I can't manage myself, but I can definitely manage you guys. <laughs> this yeah, is why so we what... manage. That's why we manage. What's the fee looking like if it's a photo of me with a middling actress at a restaurant? What, what do we think that's going for? $75. No, no, it's more. It's more. Oh, yeah. It's probably like 100 bucks. <laughs> Damn, 100 bucks. Yeah. How do these fucking paparazzis make any money? Is that why they're dying in their suburbans trying to get Brad Pitt? Cause that's well, like, you just gotta, hey. it's, it's, it's quantity, not quality, you know? That's yeah, a little bit for of sure. And they also, they have an agency, so they're all sure, taken sure. care of. And I also, you know, Halloween is around the corner. I really feel myself taking on the Jake Gyllenhaal Nightcrawler type of persona as I'm out here <laughs> on, on the uh, Hollywood freeway chasing down these headlines. And that does lead uh, me to my next question. What are you, you going to be for Halloween this year? Oh, I was just thinking about, I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. And also, I don't know if, like, are we doing that? Are people dressing up, like? For Zoom? Let me, let me, like, let where let am I you, going in this? No, I'm going to let you in a little secret. Something that Jason and I have, have discovered is COVID's okay. over. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. And well, I have been noticing that in um in California. It does seem that COVID you guys are past a, it. 
Hey, yeah. it doesn't seem like well, New York. New York's past it too. Okay, let's. Oh yeah, we're past it in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you passed it in kind of like a medical or statistical yeah. way, whereas right, we have passed right. it in a don't want to do spirit. it anymore way. Yeah, it's it. spirit. Both yeah, are valid. We have a Cali casual outlook on it, whereas we're just kind of over it. And then uh, you know, kill them all and let God sort them out is kind of our our vibe over here. Very true. I don't. I don't know what, yeah, I mean, I've said on record that the only thing I'll ever be for Halloween is a peanut M&M, but I want it to be like a Hollywood-level costume, like a, a stage-worthy, like, prop right. You have to costume. get it in Studio oh. City somewhere where it, it costs like $300 mm-hmm. to rent it for the night level. Exactly. I'd love, yeah. to, I'd love to see that. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, thank you. That makes one. Um, I just think that I love, I love peanut M&Ms. That's a passion of mine, so I think that, that would really... It would feel like authentic, but I, I'm not. I actually hate Halloween. I think it's amateur hour, um, and I'm really happy, really happy to not be in New York. It's for like Halloween. it's a New holiday for kids or something like these amateur exactly. humans. But being in New York on Halloween, which I'm sure you've been many times, you know it gets lit. Oh yeah, it gets lit in a way that I don't care for. <laughs> also, yeah, it turns me into a, a little slut. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can relate. <laughs> Do you have any famous Halloween costumes though from from your younger days when you were maybe out at the club? I mean, I don't know if I was ever out at the club, but I I was Kim Kardashian one year and that that went over pretty well. I had a classic. Yeah, I had a purse that was a baby and people seemed to like that. <laughs> Whose baby was it? It was my baby. What do you uh, mean it was North? Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you. I thought you, uh, you. I thought you meant you borrowed a friend or family member's. Uh, oh no, it was like a baby, baby doll that I, I refashioned like, into commits. a purse. Okay, oh, got it, got it. Wow, that's yeah. a that is a big commitment. That's kind of twisted, actually. <laughs> do you think maybe I should? Do you think maybe I should like wear a waist trainer and be Timothy Chalamet this year? Do you think that would be a hot costume? Yeah, I mean that's I th- something. You'd have to really get stuck in the cheekbones all night, though. I know, but maybe they would stay if I sucked them in long enough. This yeah. is this is where Chris pretends like he would have to order a waist trainer as if he doesn't already have one right now. And be like, well, I guess I'll see if one can come to me on Amazon Prime, you know, in in time for Halloween by the weekend. I don't. I can't make promises. All joking aside, though, can you can you help us understand the cult of Timothy? Because I don't really get it. I I barely get it. He's a beautiful little like, man. But he's a little man. Like, I mean, he's like a twink, basically. That's kind of where I tap out. Like, I get it. He's very beautiful. But to me, he's very prepubescent in a way that makes me super uncomfortable. And he has this, like, little preteen mustache right now. Yeah, Mm. I've noticed that. I'm not feeling it. It's a little mousy. But but he voted. So, like, that's He did vote. Yeah, his mustache reminds me of of (laughs) Snoopy's cousin, the one who's a little rough around the edges. You know the one. Totally. You know the one. That but is what I, it he, looks like. The other thing with Timothy is that I, I I don't think he particularly dresses that cool. And I've only seen him in one movie that was good. So I don't know. I, I don't see a lot of movies. But Call Me By Your Name was good. But what else has he been in that's actually good? Instagram? Yeah, I feel like... Instagram, he's great. <laughs> he's, he's a great on Instagram. Well, who, who is the female version or equivalent of, of Tim Tim Timmy? Oh, that's a good question. Ariana? 
No. No, she said more hits. She's a body of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I I did you see I didn't see Little Women, but he was apparently good in that. He was fine in it. So you're saying he's just fine all around. He's not doing yeah, shit. Yeah, he's fine. I think he just like filled a niche that needed to be filled. Like I think preteens girls were just like on the hunt for their next like heartthrob yeah, boy. Yeah, and but, I think well, he just I think, like I think what we're talking about is it ain't preteen girls. It's I know. Well, now it's, it's transcended. Like, it's like, now it's transcended. It's like 37 year old women who are like, <laughs> I want to fuck this 13 year old boy. It's yeah, crazy. Alarming. <laughs> it's crazy, but I, I don't I just truly don't understand. I think, I think America has sort of woken up though. Like my my life partner, she when when <laughs> when Timmy first came out onto the scene, she was like, All right, this little fucking boy, like he's like I love him, like I don't care, <laughs> whatever. I don't care that he looks like a child, like I just love him, you know. And this was you know, whatever, <laughs> three or four years ago where I think everyone me, not everyone, but a lot of people went through that phase of like an unapologetic standing for a reason that they don't understand yet. But now she's kind of like, all right, I, I may see the air of my ways. Like, I don't, you know, I'm, I don't know what yeah. I was thinking at the time. It was just, I think like, we've all cooled on him. I think also yeah. the like kissing photos, the multiple disgusting kissing photos of him. Oh yeah. have like helped all women remember that like he's a child and like actually <laughs> doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. I did like I did like him and Lily Rose Depp together. That's a very sexy. Oh, I loved him and Lily Rose. I think that's a great pairing. I think that's very, very cool. interesting. Very yeah. cool. But I think very young Hollywood. I, I think, and you know what I miss is young Hollywood. Don't you miss the Teen Vogue Young Hollywood or not? Was I it do. Nylon? Who did the Young Hollywood party? Teen Vogue or Nylon? I think Nylon. Nylon. I miss that. Nylon's ready for a comeback. I'm telling you, we're dying for hot teen. They're poised. We're dying, Nylon we're is dying for it. I know, but I'm saying like culturally like I, I think it's like we need that those people exist now you know it's like yeah it's, the way it was a magazine about like cory kennedy it could be a magazine about tiktokers it's the I same was just gonna idea say, like i a kid in new hampshire knew who cory kennedy was thanks to nylon like that is its purpose hmm. we need I, it we need it we I, I agree well who who are what celebrities do you like because you know we all have our guys <laughs> you don't like drake you don't like timothy Chalamet. those are that's okay. all i have I mean, what about Whitney from the Hills? Yeah, she's fine. I don't think about her often, but well, she's that's a your guest first on your podcast. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you talk about her like that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, who do I really like? I really like Rob Lowe. You know what I mean? I've read his books. You love really, Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe's books are amazing. He, he is, that a, is, that a sober, is that a sober? Why King is he problematic? Thing? What did he do? Um, uh, he like Give had sex with a. Underage girl. <laughs> well, it was a different time. It was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> he also he said something recently about like being friends with I want to say Clarence Thomas. <laughs> okay, that okay, that's actually that's okay, crazy. That's just odd. It's crazy. That's just it's wild. Weird. Well, he, it's really well, fucking books, weird. Both of his books, Look, like his Clarence stories, gets a bad rap. He's just been famous for so long that his stories yeah. are incredible. Just like. What he's encountered and who he's encountered at the right times is just truly a, a, a lineage. I, I, think, like I think unreal. Chris likes anybody who has been able to really put through the cocaine ringer and come out <laughs> the other side to tell the tale. That's, That's true. Fair. I, I, do love, I do love fellow sober kings, and I, I maybe maybe that's a blind maybe that's a blind spot. Yeah, like for me. like people who really shouldn't be alive now. Just like wow, how did how am I still breathing like that? That's Chris's sure. demo. 
That's Keith Richards sound. holds that fascination for me. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. a man who's Prime just example. like preserved. Oh, so you're yeah. gonna oh, so you're gonna stand Keith Richards? Let's <laughs> talk about problematic. I don't, you wanna open? I don't stand Keith Richards, but I do think he's fascinating in that way of like eternal life. <laughs> yeah, I think well, I Keith just, Keith is so old. Everyone he fucks is underage. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Damn. the 38th annual roast of Keith Richards. Damn, I didn't know we were at the comedy store. I thought that was just a documentary. We're just having fun, um, guys. Wow. So you don't. All right, Rob Lowe. I was. I'm. In, I'm shocked at the response to Rob Lowe. I'm a <laughs> yeah, little, I mean, I'm, little, I'm shocked that you're a lowhead. I'm a lowhead. I am. I. I it, but do you love Andy Cohen, for example? Bravo's own. Uh, no, but I appreciate what he's like done. <laughs> I appreciate what he's given me and all he's sacrificed for me. I appreciate him. Yeah, he's sacrificed a lot. He's rich and famous and friends with <laughs> celebrities. And, and Seems tough. What about, yeah, Chris is a real John Mayer jocker. What about him? A John Mayer, I, I go back and forth. I'm like John Mayer and I'm interested in John Mayer, but then you hear all these stories about him and you're like, oh, that seems terrible. You know what about him I, having sex with underage women? Yeah, that, and then actually <laughs> Perez Hilton. Did you just read that new story that Perez Hilton wrote in his memoir about him? No, no, no. I, I please I, deliver the tea to us. I, Perez, he made. <laughs> I know he kissed Perez in the mouth and blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean they made out in front of Jessica Simpson when they were dating. Well, look, if, it just if seems I was, sad for Jessica Simpson. She if I was sad. dating <laughs> Jessica sexual napalm Simpson, I would probably make out with Perez too for kids. Sure. Sexual <laughs> napalm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he called her. That's what he called her on, that is on what Howard he called Stern. Her. <laughs> I don't think that. I really? don't think. Did he, that, does he mean uh, that? Uh, no, he meant it. Positive. Oh, okay. He was he saying like that's why deal. they can never break up. It's because she's sexual napalm, and so he just wants to fuck her all the time. Oh, uh, okay. So it, it's it's a she's so hot, and it's coating your skin. You can't wash it off. Not unlike the <laughs> yeah. uh, tenacious attributes of exactly. napalm itself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Jason, you got thank it. You, yeah, thank you, it. Jason. For, <laughs> wordily breaking that down uh, that was um, all for me not for you guys i'm sorry that you had to go through that i'm just confused i'm confused because i'm i'm throwing out all my faves and i'm getting a basically a shrug well, from you so i just i'm uh, sorry i'm just like there's so few celebrities that i feel passionately about but and when, i feel like when even a, the ones i feel passionately about are problematic also so yes I can't. when all of the, when all of these faves have in fact <laughs> had sex with underage women <laughs> How do you know where do we go from here? Right. How do you choose? You know, only like everyone who has not had sex with an underage person seems to be uncool. And what does that mean? You know, like that's the world we're living in. Came in like Fleetwood Mac. I mean, it's really there's nothing left, you know. Right. There's like who's Stevie fucking now? I mean, luckily, luckily, I'm able to, you know, separate the art from the artist when it comes to Rob Lowe as a writer, you know, and Rob and Rob Lowe as an actor. You Thank know God. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 it weighs on me quite heavily. But luckily, I'm able to kind of escape into a different place when I'm reading Rob's Rob's prose. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Every I mean, what, who amongst us? Hasn't done Did you? And, and, you know, finally, just on another hot topic that we've covered in this podcast a few times. What what was your take on Emily in Paris? I can see you shitting on it now, but but please share. Oh, I mean, it's trash, but it's like perfectly watchable trash. Perfect, thank you. Like that, it's that, what I want to play in the background while I do other shit. You're you're landing on the right side of history, and my crooked co-host, <laughs> Vim Jeans. He's I can't even watch it. I can't even turn it on. He's oh, too it's good in, for it. It's stupidly watchable. That's, that's my part that's of the my that's your it. impression of me. <laughs> 
I could do other impressions of you, but that's my when you're annoying me about TV impression. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I it, it is a show that you can put on in the background while you're doing other stuff. And I don't know what other stuff that might be. Anything. Um, looking at my phone, like looking out the window, like anything. anything. <laughs> looking out the window. <laughs> yeah, filling out your last will and testament. Exactly. Perfect. Okay. What well, what was your favorite discovery during during quarantine? Because it's over. So what was your favorite discovery during quarantine? And you can't tell it yourself. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I went pretty hard on Love Island during quarantine. Wow, mate. Okay. Mm, and I don't regret un, a minute unhealthy. of it. It felt you, good. <laughs> how many seasons so are there to watch? How many seasons were there? I think there's five or six. Did, did you watch all of it? Oh hell yeah! There's like there's like sixty episodes a season, sixty or seventy episodes a season. Because it's playing multiple times per week for months. It's right? playing Shit. every day. It's playing every, every day. day. I didn't realize it was every day. That's fucked up. That's yeah, more than really this podcast. Up. Yeah, that's it's the every only thing. day for like three months, and then on one of the days they give you like a recap episode, so you can skip that one. But it's like five or six fresh episodes a week, each an hour. Absolutely that's mental. That is absolutely bloody mental. I can't believe it. Well, that's something that for us to aspire to, though, TJ. Maybe if, if those idiots can do it, we can do it too. Yeah, you, you want to talk about? Production. We want to talk about cadence. I don't yeah, know. I don't know what the British word for cadence is. I'm assuming it's cadence. Um, but yeah, yeah that, we do it's, aspire. It's, I, I've I've been. I, I dove deep into the catalog of the of the British Bake Off. You know, ooh, it's, I'm like, familiar. it's like Love yeah. Island for virgins, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's been my activity as well as Netflix's Girlfriends, starring Chris Black's Tracy Ellis Ross. I, I do. That's another. Oh. That's another celebrity I love. I love Tracy Ellis Ross. And she's at, great. At first, I was poo pooing, and now that I'm a girlfriend stan, I'm right there with you. You get it, TJ. Gets no, she's it great. But she's one, got a good personality. She's got the look. Like what? One thing that she's I got exactly. the lineage. I do have exactly. It's I all in the boxes. I need. It's all there. Do you think she's one of those people that? regrets spelling their name in a funky way and now that she's like 47 and a you know respected <laughs> illustrious actress she wishes that her name wasn't t-r-a-c-double-e i mean it's not as it's not as offensive as calling yourself pink with an exclamation point instead of an i <laughs> sure. but you know it's something <laughs> where you're like oh i wish i would have just spelled my name normally it's, if i knew i was going to be getting these serious roles but maybe yeah. it gave her that edge i think it gave her the edge Wrong. Right. <laughs> oh, wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. <laughs> wrong. I, I didn't realize. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. Um, Emily, it was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, this um, was fun. Thank you. Can was you it? tell people where they can find you, please, on the World Wide Web, etc.? Yeah, I'm on Twitter all day, every day, <laughs> at uh, Kirk, Kirkpate, K-I-R-K-P-A-T-E. And you can right. find everything else from there. Kirkpate. <laughs> Okay. That, yep. right. I, I read that as Kirk Pate, just saying. Okay, noted. <laughs> take, 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 with, take that with what you will, and take with that as you will. Thank you, uh, and, and um, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.